<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. We have set family values for our family. Humility, integrity, and service. That's the core value for family. Hey there, welcome to Rise Up with Janina Chan. I'm Janina, host and content creator, always curious to learn more from life. This podcast is one for the mind, heart, body, and soul as we share stories from real lives that draw inspiration, provide strength, and empower each other to rise up. Listen to our guests' rise up stories from all walks of life through all the highs, lows, and everything in between. Brought to you by the Tanoi Podcast Network in partnership with Podcast Network Asia. Welcome back to Rise Up with Janina Chan. And as always, we're here to learn and we're always here inviting the best guests. <laughs> and I'm so excited to have him here with us. He is a media personality, cosmetic surgeon, entrepreneur, a loving husband and father, especially to, I know we all love her, Scarlett Snow. I wish she could say hi here. <laughs> Let's see. So we have here Doc Hayden Cole. Hi, Doc Hayden. Thank you so much for taking the time off your skid to be here at Rise Up with Janina Chan. Hello, Janina. Long time no see. And hello to everyone who's listening. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. <laughs> yes, perfect. Thank you so much. And yeah, I mean, first up, how are you? Things have been very far from normal, for sure, for a lot of us. Um, I'd say I'm, I'm okay. There's so many things to be grateful for. I'm not complaining about anything. Family's healthy. Everything's, the business is doing okay. So yeah, there's so many, again, so many things to be grateful for. Yeah, I love how we're starting off on that really good note. <laughs> so as always here with Rise Up, we always talk about our Rise Up stories. And you know, mm. when I was thinking of who else to guest here on the podcast, I stumbled upon one of the videos wherein you kind of were a speaker from, a guest speaker of, and that really, really inspired me. And I just want to share that here in this platform as well. So, I mean, let's just cut to the chase. And I just want to ask you that off the bat. I mean, we always see, like, especially like your glamorous life, you would say, with your beautiful <laughs> family. Really. We always see your loving posts on social media. It's something we look forward to seeing, especially with Scarlett and, you know, with how everyone's doing. It looks like it's all roses, the bad life, lovey on rose. <laughs> but with, with every life, naman, it's really not perfect always. And mm. we always have these challenges mm -hmm. that, you know, God gives us and we just have to make the best of it. So Agreed. maybe you can take us back to that moment or maybe you can share what your rise up story is. I think Janina, the video that you're referring to is the video from CCF. Uh, mm -hmm. CCF is a church. It's, CCF is short for Christ Commission Fellowship, and the lead pastor is Pastor Peter. Um, so I think that was a, a worship service and 20 anniversary service of CCF back in 2018 or 2017. And Pastor Peter asked me to share my story, to share my testimony, call it a testimony, where I shared to those people who were there what my, my life was like before and then what my life was is now and what made the difference so how do you want me to start? You want me to start by what I was like before? You want me to repeat the I whole don't know, thing? whatever, however you want to share. I mean, you know, it is a vulnerable story too. No, I, no, I think, Janina, you know, the yeah. reason why Pastor Peter asked me to, to share that story is because he wanted to inspire other people who are might be feeling hopeless and mm -hmm. uh, maybe saddened by their situation or just in despair, thinking the baby 
if I could share my story with them and they could see if I could share with them what I did or what was done to me, who helped me in order to get to where I am, maybe they could think to themselves, Uy, if pwede kay Hayden, kung kaya kay Hayden, malamang kaya din sa akin. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Janina, it's no secret that my past is kind of sorted, no? I'm not the best person there is. Uh, in fact, I probably have the worst history, especially of the people my age. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I am to describe my, my past life, I would say one is I was very dangerous because I was like a sheep and uh, I like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Mm-hmm. So I have this maamo mukha, oh. very gentle, very kind. <laughs> Yeah. But then, may I have a dark, very dark side. I have a shadow self that is very dangerous. So that's one mm-hmm. dangerous. I would say that I'm uh, proud mm-hmm. in a bad way. Okay, mm-hmm. but my pride was in secret. Hindi mo mahalata na mayabang ako. But deep inside, mm-hmm. I have this pride na parang at that time I was only 25 when the things, the, the scandal happened. Um, mm-hmm. um, I'll share more about that later. But I think the third, the third is um, I was also broken. Mm-hmm. Okay, so dangerous, proud, but broken, broken, meaning there are things that I've done in the past and things that were done to me that really broke me. And because of that, there was a a huge vacuum in my heart that needed to be filled. Okay, I'm sounding so sentimental. Okay. Oh, it's Um, okay. It's okay. We're here for it. We're here to learn. And so we are going to the details. Um. When I was about 25, after graduating from, from med school and training in Paris for anti-aging medicine and being and having achieved type of stuff, like, you know, I was a model when I was young. I mm-hmm. traveled different countries to model. I was a varsity player. I was popular in school. You know, all mm-hmm. those small achievements yeah. when we were young. You had it all. You think, <laughs> yeah. parang feeling mo nandiyan na. And I thought to myself, oh, I'm matangkad naman. My, at least my dad says, I'm, my dad and my mom says, I'm guapo. Oh. So, pwede na rin. Yeah. And I graduated from USD in med school. So, parang, oh, matalino mm-hmm. naman ako. Yeah. And so, and I'm charming. At least I thought to myself, sabi siya, mayabang ako. Eh. <laughs> so, I'm charming and I'm kind of man and people mm-hmm. love me parents of my friends they love me mm-hmm. so um, anyway when I graduated I practiced medicine for a while and uh, I had a very good start but then I got uh, sidetracked to show business so mm-hmm. I joined show business for a while you know I became more popular than my friends I'm only comparing myself to my contemporaries at that time not to mga piolo pascual and ganyan <laughs> so because they're super yeah. I was becoming popular at least in my circles diba? which is yung sino yung importante sa akin and then I was in showbiz because it's easier to make money compared to other vocations, right? Mm-hmm. So I was making money as becoming popular and I had all these things in my belt. So I thought, wait, I'm okay now. You would think, most people would think I have it all, right? But like I said, I was also broken. So the whole time I was just trying to fill the void and the emptiness in my heart and my soul, trying to fill that up so I could feel better. Because Janina, most people don't know about me, and I'm very open about this, is that when I was about eight or nine years old, something happened to me or was done to me. Okay, I was uh, sexually abused as a man, as a, as a boy, uh, by a man. So at a very young age, I was already questioning God's love for me. Okay, I never not believed that God exists. 
Okay? I've always believed that God exists, especially if you, when you go to med school, you look at the DNA, you study the DNA and how magnificent it is, how, how you have three point something bits, billion bits of information being basically a message being transferred from one person to another. And that it's very, every message is unique. That's really magnificent. It's really wonderful. It's impossible for you to graduate from medicine, having studied the DNA, for example, or childbirth of that, the miracle of childbirth, and still not believe in, in God. So I never disbelieved in God. Naman. Mm-hmm. I never had the problem. But my problem with God is, you are real, but do you care about me? Because if you care about me, then why would you allow that to happen to me? So I was having a hard time believing in a God of love. And I was having a hard time trusting in that God because how can you trust someone who doesn't care about you? Okay. So that was a, the big my big dilemma, my big brokenness. So when I was enjoying at that time wealth and popularity and achievements and all that, I thought that I would be able to create a new persona, a new identity that maybe I will like and that people will also like. And people loved it. Um, They loved that Hayden. And I always say this, the only problem with that is that they fall in love, the people fall in love with a person that you've created who is not really you. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, when you're alone at night, trying to sleep and you can't sleep, you think to yourself, I'm still alone. Oh. I'm still feeling miserable. Okay. Yes. I still, no one still knows me. Mm-hmm. Janina, the only way you can feel loved is if you are known. Mm-hmm. You can't say to a, per- a person can say to you, a stranger can say to you, Hayden, I love you. Janina, I love you. And, but they don't know anything about you. The only time you will feel, one will feel loved is if you feel deep in your heart that you are really known, everything about you is known, even those things that you're ashamed of, mm-hmm. but you're still accepted and loved. That's the only time you will feel loved. So to me, people loving that image, who is not me, is still not love for me. Mm-hmm. And so I got, because of that, I, I just kept on trying and trying. So trying new things, trying more vulgar things, trying more edgy things, just in order to see if I could fill that void. So I got into drugs and I got to many other things until I think that was 26, 2006, 2007. I just committed things that I now I'm very nahihiya uh, about. Okay, mm-hmm. Just shameful things. Including those things that caused the the scandal, which are the videos and you know, sleeping with different women. So that happened, and in 2008, I got found out, and everything got publicized. And every day I was in the news. Uh, people were hating me. Basically, everyone wanted my head on a pole, and so that was the darkest time of my life, to be honest, Janina. But looking back, I think Janina, that's also a blessing to me. Yes. Because it gave me the opportunity to look at myself, to really look at myself and look at my situation and things I've done and examine and self-examine myself and and ask myself this question, am I happy with who I am? And my answer to that question that I asked myself was, I'm not. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Totally, completely not happy with who I am and what I've done. And so... I don't like this life. And that's when I got to the point and I realized that saying is true, that if you want, in order to find oneself, you must lose oneself. Uh, fortunately, at that time, I met a, a guy named Ravi Zakaras. He just passed away one day before my birthday last year. Mm-hmm. And so he was the guy who shared with me the gospel again. Not that I've never heard of the gospel before, but he presented to me in a way that I could really made sense in my head 
and in my heart. Okay, and so I accepted that, and I I became a Christian, meaning I asked, basically abandoning the former self, and asking Christ to make me a new creation, make me a new being, help me yes, to be born yes. again. So I became born again. I became a follower of Christ, and then that was really the start of. My, I wouldn't say it's a change. Mm-hmm. Like a, because a change can be, you know, Janina changes A to B, you know, yeah, B to C. That's more of a an A turning into a number one. So you become a new Aww. creation. Okay. Yes. Yes. Completely different. So by that I mean my being has changed, and mm-hmm. so because of that, the things I think about have changed. The experiences I pursue changed. And the things I do and how I do things also changed. It all started there. So nice. that was 2013 when that happened. And here I am now, Janina. You are interviewing <laughs> me about my rising up again, hoping that we could be, would be able to inspire people. Yes. Um, so where am I now? I am... I'm here now, a father, <laughs> a husband. Um, I have a loving uh, child, very cute, uh, loving daughter, adorable daughter, Scarlett Aww. Snow, who's now <laughs> five years old. I have a wife who loves me, who understands me, who knows everything about me and yet completely accept me. And we are, we got married last 2015 in, in Paris and uh, everything's great. Now I lead the discipleship group. I mentor people who are younger than me. I also mentor and disciple businessmen who are way older than me. Like, for example, just yesterday, I have, so I have a Bible study every Thursday. I'm the leader of the group. By leader, I mean I'm the servant of the group, okay? I'm the servant yes, of the yes. group, but most of them are older than me. There's about 25 of us. Wow, so inspiring. I really love the power in that testimony. And I'm first up, congrats. <laughs> and a big... Grabe, galing. Sobrang inspiring talaga. And I think we all have the crosses that we carry in life. And life is always far from perfect. And I think a lot of people miss that too. A lot of people, especially in this day and age of social media, of comparison, of constant seeking for validation and approval and instant gratification, we forgot that we only need to please an audience of one. Mm -hmm. And when it comes down to what truly matters, you know, it's family, it's true good values, and it's Mm -hmm. being authentically you. I think you talked a a bit about that too, that, you know, it's different when you're loved for not who you really are. And I think a lot of people, Mm -hmm. we use the term authenticity too, a lot of times, and we tend to forget na, is it just your image or is that the real you? And it's it's a great reminder that, you know, we as humans, we have these problems, these the, these crosses, big or small, the traumas that we have in life, mm-hmm. and they are there for a reason. They are there so that you can refine your life and even touch more lives with your stories. And I'm really grateful for you touching so many more lives mm-hmm. by constantly reminding us of that and by sharing your story. So thank you so much. And yeah, coming from that story... Um, grabe na, dami natin hugot. Start pa lang. <laughs> but yeah, um, aside from discovering God and a higher power, maybe looking back now, since we are going to a trip down memory lane, and this is all about self-improving and being our best versions, mm-hmm. is there any other lesson that you wish you could have found out sooner? Maybe life lesson that you wish you applied sooner? 
<laughs> or best well, advice, yeah, that you wish you could have known earlier. So comparing is not necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. I always say from uh, one of my mentors, Os Guinness, he says, contrast is the mother of clarity. Mm. Things become clear when you compare it to something. So oh. for example, I say to you that this is, and I'm holding up an envelope. Mm-hmm. I ask you, Janina, what color is this? Okay. Uh, is it white or white. cream? <laughs> it's white, right? White, okay. And the moment I compare it with this one. Yeah, the other one's whiter. Mm-hmm. So this becomes cream. Yeah. So for those who can't see, I held up an envelope that's cream, but it looks <laughs> yeah. like white. But I compared it with one paper that's white, and it became clear that mm-hmm. this is not white. Mm-hmm. So, my whole point is that comparing is not necessarily bad as mm-hmm. long as you compare yourself to the right standard. Because mm-hmm. nice. if you keep comparing yourself with another person, you're both broken. You know, it's it would be silly to be asking which one is white because you're both <laughs> not white. Okay. So nice. Okay, understood. And yeah, that's I mean. true. I guess it's also a good balance of everything. I I stumbled upon this um, since we're talking about comparison. I stumbled upon this um, quote that comparison is the thief of joy, but at the same time, competition, I guess, because when we compare, it's kind of like the competition breeds yeah. competence. So yeah, I guess that's sort of like along the same lines of uh, making sure that you, like you mentioned about the standards, is it a good kind of standard? Yeah. Right. So, and- so I think the if you are going to compare yourself, you only have to compare yourself with the right standard. My belief is that that person is Jesus Christ mm-hmm. because he's the only sinless guy. He's the only perfect man, God, mm-hmm. right? So if you are to compare yourself, your values, your morals, your inclinations, your longings, your goals in life, compare it to that man, that mm-hmm. man, God, who was Jesus because he's, mm-hmm. the, he's the standard. Don't compare yourself to a hidden co. Don't oh. compare yourself to Paolo Pasqual, to Janina Chan, or mm-hmm. Scarlet Snow, because that's, that'll be useless. Like you said, your joy will be stolen if you keep on doing that. Now, there are things that it's okay to compare, like what compare clothes, what the color, in terms of color. <laughs> or if it's a contest, then it's a contest. I mean, fine, you do mm-hmm. that. But other things, you don't. Like, how important is my life? You don't compare that with other people. How valuable am I? You don't compare that because we, I, I believe that we are all intrinsically valuable. We have worth that is beyond compare. And I say that again, it's beyond compare. So stop comparing your value, your worth, your identity with other people. You are you. You are nice. special. And there's, like they said, no, there's only one you in this life. You are a special edition. You're a limited edition. And limited oh. editions, especially if one of one lang yan, very rare. That's very, very valuable and expensive. Amazing. So be proud in all of who you are because we were not meant to be like following a peg or following a certain icon. It's always we were meant to be here to be ourselves. So that's a really good reminder too. Hey there, this is Nikki Torres. Check out Chief Best Friends, a podcast for work besties everywhere. If you've ever wondered whether business and friendship can mix, then this show is for you. This is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia.
talking about these life lessons and building healthier habits too. I know it's been tough on a lot of us, this new normal. So um, maybe in general, what are some healthy habits you've been living by as a family man, as a father, as a husband that has helped you um, cope with the trying times? I think first of all, Janina, the most important objective this time is finding the balance. Okay? Yes. <laughs> So before going to details of what habits do I have now, et cetera, et cetera, Mm-mm. it's really finding the balance in order to achieve success. And I think that's one of the lessons. I just want to smuggle that in. Um, mm-hmm. There's another lesson that I want to, I'd like to share with everyone. It's also about the theme or the idea of success. Mm-hmm. What is real success? Okay. That's where we get problems when we compare, when we bring this idea of comparison in. Because no? usually we compare ourselves with another based on a certain metric, a certain success. Diba? Mm-hmm. But what is true success? Is it is success about being wealthy, about being popular, about being powerful, or about being the most attractive? The answer may, if I may submit to you, the answer is no. True success is when you are able to achieve, fulfill the purpose for which you are made. So I can say that a pencil is successful in writing mm-hmm. if it can write. I can say that a computer, my phone, is my phone with LTE is successful in connecting to the internet because it's meant to the LTE is meant to be connected to the internet. But if I compare my pencil with my phone in terms of the success metric of being able to write, then you will say that this phone is useless, and I have to agree. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are the cell, if you are the cell phone, you'd feel bad. I am useless, Niva. <laughs> <laughs> But that's okay. because your measure of success is not based on your purpose. Yes. So our measure of success should be based on the purpose for which we are made. Okay. Problem so, is, yes. how do you know what you're made for? Exactly. That was going to be my next question. So maybe Why don't like, you give it a try, Janina? Your turn. Purpose? How? <laughs> like purpose, I guess, you know, we always keep, thinking of what we are made for, what we are meant for. And I think a lot of people tend to feel bad or, you know, for example, if if they're in their current job, they feel, you know, lost or they don't feel fulfilled, even if they're doing well, even if they're employee of the month, perhaps, maybe because you weren't meant to do that. So I think for me, whenever people ask me, I want to hear your answer too later. But when, when, in terms of finding purpose, I think it's when your talents and skills are aligned to what you can offer to society. And at the same time, you love it too. You're going to oh, know, correct. right? That's a Miss Universe answer. <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. Mm-hmm. When you see the convergence of your skills and your talents and your network and your mm-hmm. environment, passions, Mm-hmm. that's when you get your purpose but you know what the only limitation there is sometimes because we have there are people who have lots of talents super dumb mm. yeah. yeah which is great environment <laughs> also changes and if you yeah. know if you notice our objectives as we grow older objectives so I think I think it's still important that doesn't mean it's not true I think it's very mm-hmm. helpful in finding your purpose I still use that but I think the very first step is really to find out for yourself by asking your creator. I believe mm-hmm. that our creator is God, uh, Yahweh, the God of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And that although I can't hear him speak audibly, he is. I believe that the Bible is his written word. It's his word. 
So everything about you is already written there. So if you want to find your purpose, you start there. Mm-hmm. You try to discover your purpose by looking into the world, then you won't get a glimpse of your purpose. It's hard. You start mm-hmm. there, let God speak, and then check it with the world and see where that spot is. Then you occupy that spot and then you will be successful. So again, find your purpose first. Ask God to be sure it's about giving glory to God by being mm-hmm. the best that you can be. Yes, that, amen to that. <laughs> there's and, that component. You yeah. don't want to be the best just for the sake of being best just for yourself. Mm-hmm. The operative word sent line there is for the glory of God. You want to be yes. the best version of yourself for the glory of God. Yes. Uh, so now going back to your question a while ago, which is, about, I mentioned about balance. What, what are my habits now? So first is balance. You know, balance about your health, your family life, your vocations, your work, and then your network, your friends, you know, mm-hmm. uh, connecting with your friends because we are social beings, right? So first is balance. Second is priorities. You have to set your priorities, right? For me, my priority is my faith life, my spiritual life. When that becomes compromised, everything else becomes also becomes compromised. So to me, that's my spiritual life first, which means... I begin everything. I wake up really, very early and I begin mm-hmm. every day by reading my Bible and praying. I, I skip breakfast. Mm-hmm. I skip breakfast so that I can read my Bible and I can pray, I can take a shower, and then I work out. So that's mm. the day. I pray. I, first, I join my daughter for breakfast. Aww. I just drink coffee with no sugar. <laughs> um, and, and then I read my Bible every day and then pray for about 30 minutes. And then I take a shower. Sorry, I, then I work out. Mm-hmm. at least 10 minutes a day just cardio and then there are days that I work out um, mas, mas hard mm. and then I take a shower and then I go to work as much as possible I finish my work by 4 but sometimes it goes up to 5 mm-hmm. and then I spend a lot I have deserved hours and days for my daughter Aww. and my wife we have dates nakaset yan mga non-negotiables yan wow for example I have teacher daddy I call it teacher daddy sessions every okay every Wednesdays and Sunday mornings for my Bible study with Scarlett so pag nag 3 o'clock na yan I need to be home I need to whatever Scarlett's doing she will stop whatever I'm doing I will stop we will do our Bible studies we also have our piano lessons together so wow, that's, that's so sweet. <laughs> but with next month, we have our dates and also we have our conversations at night. In yung best line kasi we just talk and talk. Now, lights are closed kasi pinatulog na namin si Scarlett. So kwentuhan lang. And then a lot of reading. I do a lot of reading. I study a lot until now. Uh, I really love to study. I think everyone mm-hmm. should never stop learning. So I read all sorts of books. I read metaphysical books. I read textbooks. Mm-hmm. I read books. Mm-hmm. Marketing, about leadership, about talking to kids. Yeah about process mapping. I read all sorts of books. Wow, that's great. So I share all that to say, as an example, or an illustration of how I balance my life, meaning spiritually, physically, intellectually, emotionally, socially, and environmentally. So all six aspects of my life. 
That's so great. And you mentioned about your sessions with Scarlett. Maybe you can, I mean, from for all of the listeners also, maybe you can take us a little bit there. <laughs> what are some lessons that maybe core lessons or values that you instill with Scarlett that you feel like a lot of people should be reminded of and that they can apply to life? Okay. So I'll speak as a father, Janina. Okay. Okay. And uh, this goes out to my fellow dads. <laughs> yes. Uh, mga, um, Janina, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of daddyhood. I'm a fan of fatherhood. I love being a father. In terms of goals, in terms of the importance of a father, I think the three most important roles of a father in a child's life is number one, the confirmment of the identity. Of identity. <laughs> That's number one. Basically, letting my child know, Scarlett know who she is by telling, by letting her know who she's from. Okay. So I try to make it clear to Scarlett that she's not defined by, by her endorsements, by how popular she is, how many friends she has, or by her number of toys and clothes, etc., etc. I always tell Scarlett, Scarlett, we are like this because our father is like this. Okay. So we have to be kind because our father is kind. Scarlett, you are important because God says your father in heaven says you're important. You know, there was one time that Scarlett said, Daddy, how come in my friend's house, this is pre-COVID, mm-hmm. um, they can use their phone while eating? How come here we can't? And I said, Scarlett, because that's their family and this is our family. We're different. Okay. Here in our family, our identity is during meal times, we put down our phones, we talk to each other. Okay, in our family, we respect each other. In our family, no one lies. We are the core bella family. We don't lie. We are people of integrity. Okay, we are people of humility and we are people of service. So, we have set family values for our family. Um, it's H I S humility, integrity, and service. That's the core value for family. Um, H I S meaning his. So you want to mm-hmm. be humble. You want to be a man of integrity. You want to be a man of service, not for your sake, but for God's sake, for his sake. That's why H I S S. So I think that's number one identity. Number two role of a father, I'd say that would be affirmation. Mm. Affirmation of your child's identity, your child's abilities, talents, and also especially for girls, uh, especially uh, affirmation of her beauty. So it's very important to me that I tell Scarlett that she is beautiful, that she has beautiful eyes, that I love her kilikile, that I love love how she stands up, I love how she runs. So I don't want her to have insecurities because she is loved the way she is. Mm -hmm. And I think the third is purpose. I want to make sure that as a father, I set Scarlett on the right path towards her purpose. Um, I want to help her discover what she's made for so that she can be successful. And we talked about it a while ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. Amazing. Thank you so much for that. I learned so much. I feel like, for all those listening this was a nice daddy moment <laughs> but it's true I mean it's really nice and that Father's Day episode I <laughs> know but I think this goes um, this can be applied for any season any moment in time and I'm really grateful for all those inspiring words and maybe as we say goodbye I understand you also have an advocacy this is a non-profit organization so tell us more about that 
Okay, so uh, two of the things I do that's not part of my work. Uh, one is my discipleship group. I take that seriously. I just call it the Akasha Bible Study Group. But I also have another group where I reach out to people in the film, arts, music, and sports. That term I got from my late mentor, Ravi. So that's the first one, mentoring young kids in those industries. And the second one is the Right Start mm-hmm. Development uh, right Start is basically a nonprofit that gives the kids the opportunity for a right start. So what we do is we provide creative caring spaces for street children or children who are orphaned for whatever reason. I help fund that and we also get try to get funding so that we can create activities for them, uh, non-traditional. Okay, no. So that means, yes, we do teach reading, writing, etc. But we're more focused on the creative arts and singing, sports, um, music, arts and crafts, etc. Et mm-hmm. Unfortunately, because of COVID, we, we couldn't um, bring the kids to the center. So mm-hmm. what we have been doing lately is we've been creating learning materials that we send to different barangays and we have partners there who distribute those learning materials for them. Mm-hmm. We wish we wish the, the Philippines had better internet so we can Aww. provide the learning materials via well wire, wirelessly via online. Unfortunately, uh, our internet's bad and they don't have mm-hmm. uh, gadgets. And even if they, they have gadgets, there's still no internet. So it's, it's a bit challenging, but it forces us also to be creative. Mm-hmm. So nice. we will find ways to help make sure that they have a right start. Nice. The, the very foundation of right start is, again, God. No? So for us, the foundation of any person is, is God. How, what they know about God and do they have a personal relationship with God? Because that relationship with God, true God, will give them the identity, the meaning for their lives the understanding of what is right and what is wrong and understanding that they are made for service, that they are made for a purpose. So we don't want them to just be good people. We want them to be good people that's good for something. Yes, amen to that. And we can learn more about them. We can also contribute to Right Start any way we can. Do you have a website or? Correct, correct. We do have a uh, website. It's called rightstart.ph and we have an Instagram page, uh, Right Start at Right Start. If you uh, feel in your heart that you want to help out, you want to donate or you want to volunteer, then just reach reach out to us. Our social media channels, our website channels are always open. We're always excited to uh, receive volunteers. And if you can't volunteer, you don't have the capacity right now to, to provide financial help, then the, the most important actually is for you to pray for us. We, see, we covet your prayers. Uh, we live by prayer. We live in, by faith. Mm-hmm. And our goal really is to instill faith in these people. Nice. Okay, so earlier on, I just want like a last question. You mentioned lessons that you want Scarlett to always remember. And I think that applies to everyone. Amazing. Mm -hmm. But what is maybe one lesson or some lessons that you've learned from Scarlett? What lesson? (laughs) I think number one is to not let anything steal my joy. No. Like a child, there's always joy in everything. She's always very happy. She sees a caterpillar in the garden. She's very happy. Uh, She sees a rainbow. She's very happy. There's rainfall. She's very happy. She wakes up early. She's very happy. A friend comes over. She's very happy. Uh, Think of the last time you smiled, Janina, because you saw a caterpillar in the garden. Oh, yeah. Oh, usually... (laughs) 
<laughs> sometimes we think of the end and no result, but the caterpillar in itself is beautiful. We, yeah. we kind of forgot that already. Um, mm-hmm. in the, we take the boutique and the wall for granted. But not, not Scarlet. Everything is full of wonder. I think the secret to joy is to always have wonder. Mm-hmm. You know, the moment there's no more wonder, then life becomes boring. Yes. Blah. And, and that whole know-it-all mentality, right? And because of that, correct, Janina. And because of that, I'm I'm actually grateful, Lord, that we don't understand it. <laughs> we don't understand everything. Sorry, we don't understand mm-hmm. everything. There are still mysteries that we don't understand. That keeps us in wonder, and mm-hmm. that wonder uh, can bring us to joy. Mm-hmm. Joy and magic, and so much more. I love that. It's always great to live life through a childlike heart through child, child through like children's like eyes. Yeah. So yes, I think that basically wraps up anything, everything. Do you have any more parting words that you wish to share to our listeners? It's a trying time for everyone. Just, I know you said so many amazing, like wise words, but maybe anything else like cherry on top. <laughs> I, actually, I have nothing. <laughs> I'm very good at this. <laughs> I think I'm better at responding to questions, but uh, okay. I have goodbye message. Okay, <laughs> so well, disappointing. No, 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 I'll I'll frame it along. If there's one legacy you want to leave in this world, what would it be? I want to be able to leave a path for Scarlet that includes <laughs> for Scarlet that when, if, and when, well. When I'm gone, she can look at my history and the, the crumbs I've left behind and see how faithful his father has been. And that through those crumbs, through those clues, through those memories I've left behind, she will find who she is and and she will also discover God the way I discovered. Maybe not in the way I discovered God, but just the fact that she will discover God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And I definitely, this is such an uplifting session, a great reminder how being grounded can lift you up. And there's so much magic if we just, you know, be humble, have wonder and curiosity, and always keep learning from life, no matter from whatever big or small situations. And yeah, always being open to learning more and evolving and being our best selves through our ups and downs. And always, I think one thing that is kind of like a recurring theme too, is that when you're at a crossroads, look for the cross on the road <laughs> right so thank you so much once again doc hayden Cole, thank you so much for your time say hello thank to scarlet for, for us and doc me. vicky <laughs> and that's it for everyone listening please do share the love share this in your ig stories tag the both of us tell us your favorite parts tag rise up with janina chan if you're listening via apple podcast don't forget to, to give us a great review and that is it we'll see you guys next time don't forget to always rise up every chance you get Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye, Janina. This podcast is brought to you by the Chinoy Podcast Network in partnership with Podcast Network Asia. Check us out via our websites at chinoy.tv and podcastnetwork.asia. Also powered by Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Sign up now for free at podmetrics.co.
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>